Thank you to Wealthfully Balanced for supporting this episode of Rogue and Reasoned. Now is the perfect time to enroll in Wealthfully Balanced Mindful Macros program. This four-week program enables you to create healthy, sustainable changes through tracking your food intake, stress, energy, sleep, exercise, and mood. Become more consistent with your habits and achieve your health goals by joining now for just $125 at www.wealthfullybalanced.com. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Rogan Reasoned. I'm your host, Laura Swan Siegman, and today we are going to talk about something we all probably struggle with at some point or another. It usually sneaks up on us too. We don't even know we're doing it unless we make an effort to notice. It's innate in us. And that, my friends, is leading with our ego. It feels really good to be in demand, right? Whether that looks like a busy social calendar, having hundreds of likes on your latest Instagram post, or being the go-to person in your professional field. It makes us feel good. It makes us feel noticed. It makes us feel successful, and our ego loves that. But the problem is, that doesn't always translate to reality. You might feel all those things, but does it make them true? See, we end up chasing the temporary illusion that we are all the things we want to be, all the things our ego tells us we should be. Wouldn't it be better if those things were actually real and actually happening? Because at some point, we have to come down from the high. Either there's a crash up ahead, or we end up wasting our time trying to find new fixes to fill those voids. And it's definitely hard to check your ego. I struggle with it too. However, there comes a time when you need to decide if your focus is to be popular or profitable. All right, so when I say profitable, I mean successful. And when I say successful, that can mean whatever you want it to mean. Maybe that means making 500K this year. Maybe that means working up to 100 people on your email list. Maybe that means making it to noon before pouring your first glass of wine for the day. Everyone is going to have a different measure of success. The goal is to focus on what is bringing value to your life, whatever form that is. And to further clarify popularity, that too can mean different things. Maybe that is having 100,000 followers on the old IG. Maybe that means having to decline plans because you just have so many events to attend to this week. It'll vary. At the core of it, it's the feeling of attention. But again, attention doesn't automatically equate to success. When we go down the path of chasing popularity over profitability, we lose our standards and start making poor choices in life and for the purpose of this podcast episode, business. Just for clarity and direction, I'm going to lend this conversation more towards the business end of things, but this really will apply to your everyday life relationships, self-image, all of it. And you'll probably have to correct each of these areas separately. You can't make one big ego shift. 
Your ego is too big and too powerful for that. Figure it out in one area and then work on the others. It's kind of like project management. So how does this play into the business or career end of things? Let's unpack that. Right now in the fucked up year we are naming as 2020, I personally like to refer to it as hell's third cousin once removed. Everyone seems a bit desperate overall. There's this mentality that nothing is for sure and we have to take what we can get. It is what it is. We are willing to drop our standard pants and just bend over because it's the best we're able to do right now. I'm here to tell you to get upright and pull those pants up because we have fucking standards. We are all approached with offers, opportunities, and invitations that we think look nice for our business or career resumes, make us feel work popular, or fill some type of business void we have been feeling, whether that's emotional or financial. But just because these things are available doesn't make them good for us or our business. And we just end up spending our precious time working on something that we hate, doesn't put money in our bank accounts, or help us in the long run. Spend this time on things that matter. So When I first launched my Instagram account and started my blog, I wanted so badly to connect with brands. I was tagging and commenting and liking and signing up and DMing. I did all the things. So when that very first comment popped up on one of my posts saying a brand liked my page and they wanted to collab, which I now know to be spam, I was pumped. Like the little baby deer that I was, I sent them a DM as prompted, and they wanted to send me some sunglasses. Yay! Before I go any further, life rule. You can start a conversation in a DM, but don't let it be housed there. Transition it to a phone conversation or an email. If the person on the other end isn't willing to do that, it's not going to be a professional exchange. Also. DMs get lost super easy, and that's just not professional on your end either if you're not replying. Anyways, I spent time planning out how I was going to style these sunglasses, how I imagined the picture to look, and coming up with some catchy caption that was probably stupid. Then I got my package. The glasses were cheap as hell, but how could I pass up this opportunity to collaborate? So I committed and moved forward. I took like 87 pictures, spent half a day agonizing over which one was going to propel my blogging career forward, edit it, posted it, tagged brand, and well, that's where the story ends because it did nothing for me. The brand got what they wanted, a mention, and I got, I guess, some practice in content creation. Which isn't all bad, trying to find the silver lining here, but it wasn't the best use of my time and effort. Also, if you're trolling through my Instagram right now looking for this photo, it's not there. I deleted it as a ceremonial ode to me making better collaboration choices. It's kind of like burning all the letters from your axe in the bonfire. 
So leading with your ego also keeps you poor. Again, for the sake of being noticed by a brand early on in my digital journey, I set up this awesome photo of their product and tagged them in it. And I got what I wanted, I guess, because they did notice. They wanted to use my really great photo that I spent a bunch of time setting up, used my photography skills for, and edited perfectly on their page. Woohoo! I rationalized that even though I wasn't getting paid for sending them my original work, them posting it and tagging me would send hundreds of new followers to my profile. Baller. Uh, So yeah, they got a great marketing piece. And again, I got nothing because they didn't actually tag me in it. And I'm not going to spend money that I didn't just make to hire a lawyer to go after them for a request I didn't even make. Yep. I didn't even say they had to tag me in it to use it. I just assumed they would. I got exactly what I wanted to be noticed. But because I wasn't clear on the boundaries regarding my work and my intentions for this effort, it didn't come to fruition. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by The Purposeful Planner. If you're a type A organization freak like me, or just need help getting your days in order, then The Purposeful Planner will rock your world. Seriously, it helps you track and manage everything in your life. From client appointments to meal plans and all of your goals in between, The Purposeful Planner will help you stay focused. Visit www.corey.com. That's C-O-R-I-E, clarkshop.com, and be sure to use code Laura to snag 10% off. So the takeaway isn't that you shouldn't take really great photos, try to make brand connections, or get creative with getting noticed. I'm not being overly critical of me trying something new or figuring something out. That is a part of all of our processes. It has to be done. I was taking the road less traveled for my particular vision for my business, and that definitely takes some reps and ultimately comes with mistakes. The takeaway is to have standards throughout the process. I had to learn that, and I'm sharing it with you so that you can skip a few headaches. That's how I help you now. Now I'm super specific about partnering with brands that align with my lifestyle and personal business vision. I make sure I'm paid for all the time it takes to create great photos. And I secure agreements in writing outlining the deliverables each party is providing. There has to be a clear measure of value for me, a clear benefit. It's okay to say no to things in your business and life. You won't miss the biggest opportunity of your lifetime if you're simply respecting your own boundaries. You don't have to accept every speaking gig, agree to every collab, or make every product someone asks you to. If someone asks you to speak to a group of local moms, but your target audience isn't local moms, politely decline, or at least get paid for it then because you're not going to ring in a new client and make it up on the other end of things. 
Or let's say you have a product or offering A and product or offering B in your business. You know exactly what you want to offer and how you want your business to be set up. But then Karen comes along and really wants product or offering C. She highly suggests you consider developing that because she would buy it. Yeah, Karen and Karen only because your products were fine for your target audience from the get-go. You made a whole separate audience out of Karen. Is it worth doing all of that work for the chick who wants a custom deal and is likely going to be a pain in the ass the whole time because you already proved you will do whatever she tells you to do? Have boundaries. Check in with yourself the next time you're approached for something and ask yourself these three things. First, does this fall in line with my business offerings? Is it in my wheelhouse or am I trying to be everything to everyone? Remember, you don't constantly have to create new offerings for people or situations. You offer what you offer. That's your specialty. What's the problem with that? Nothing. The answer is nothing. Nothing is the problem with that. Work smarter, not harder. By giving something a blanket yes, you're creating more work for yourself. Work that you might not get paid your preferred rate for, if, if anything. You're going to get a lot of suggestions from third parties that aren't even entrepreneurs, as if what they have to say is the epitome of market research. Go with your gut and allow yourself to decide if it falls in line with what you want to do. Second, is this a decision I will feel confident about one week from now, one month from now, and one year from now? For example, it might look good now while your calendar is open, but what if it gets delayed and all of a sudden it needs to happen during the busiest time of your year? Will that cause overwhelming stress? What if you have the opportunity to work with someone but they aren't technically part of your audience or your area of expertise. Will you regret it after getting started? Remember, we're trying to stay away from those quick highs and think about the long term here. And lastly, does this provide high value to my business? Identify your measures of success and make sure whatever it is you're agreeing to contributes towards that whether that be financial gain, an opportunity to get in front of your ideal audience, or additional training or experience on your end. Be clear up front what the benefits are and how your expectations will be managed. Otherwise, it's a time, energy, and maybe even money suck. If you can't answer yes to all three questions, it might be something you want to rethink agreeing to or pursuing. We can't have the take what we can get mentality. It hurts us. Desperate energy feeds desperate moves, and desperate moves provide dumb results. The popularity game is strong. It's hard to avoid sometimes. We are constantly trying to keep up with the Joneses. We're hustling to make sure our grass is just as green. But you're wasting time on the color of your yard, and meanwhile, your house is going to shit because you aren't paying any attention to that. 
you're letting your ego take over. The likes on your posts don't matter if people ultimately aren't picking up what you're putting down. Those free 20-minute discovery calls that you're offering aren't doing anything for you if you're booking every Tom, Dick, or Harry. You're just a free service at that point. You're free advice. And that networking event you are taking time out of your day to attend, you better have vetted the types of people attending because while, yes, anything can happen and what ifs come to fruition and they might know someone else who knows someone who wants to know you, let's think of what is realistic. I'm all about finding unique opportunities. There just has to be some limit to how far we'll take it. Otherwise, it's just at our expense all the time. If you're struggling with your own value, go back and listen to episode five again. If you are constantly chasing the popularity end of things, it might be because you haven't sorted that out. You need to appreciate yourself and your business for more than just its image and what attention people hand out to you. You could be a very small business with very few clients and be making way more than the person with a million followers and a recognizable face. The numbers do lie, despite what you're told at times. And if you've been thinking this whole time, well, can I be both? Yes, you can, but you're going to become the right kind of popular if you focus on the profitability leg first. It won't be that kind of popular that Britney Spears sings about in her song, Lucky. It'll be the kind of popularity that means something and has value to both you and others. Now that's something to feel good about. So take a look inward. Take a look at your friendships. Take a look at your business. Check your ego. Get clear on what is attention-seeking work and what is profitable work. Make decisions about your boundaries with clients, projects, even bosses. It's always nice to be recognized and get credit where credit is due. But if that's all you strive for, it's going to suck the life out of you. And I know this because it's happened to me. I am coming to you live from Life Experience Studios over here. And guys, I have a favor to ask of you. If you feel like you've learned anything from this episode or this podcast, or you've enjoyed tuning in over the past couple months and maybe got a chuckle or two from my resting bitch voice or self-deprecating stories, would you please take two seconds to tap subscribe? And better yet, if you're listening in Apple Podcasts, would you take two more seconds to give me a five-star rating and a quick positive written review? I get it. I just got done talking to you about popularity, and I'm literally asking you to help me become more popular. Yes, but that's because I've done the work on my ego for this podcast. This podcast does have value to my business, and I hope, hope, hope you're finding value in it too. So if you could share your experience with others and help me grow, it is so appreciated. It'll help me to be able to keep showing up in your app each week. So, all right. I know you've got ratings to leave and other shit to do. So this is where we end. We'll chat again next week on a brand new episode of Road and Reason. 
To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogue and Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.